You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 296. Crisis Counseling, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Villains United. And welcome to episode 296 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today I am, in honor of uh, this very special episode of Crisis Counseling, I'm actually confused. Are we doing, is this is this Substitute Squad? Am I trapped between worlds? Is that, yes, what, yes, is you that are. what's happened here? You're trapped <laughs> between worlds and the squeeze is being applied. In, yes. Indeed, indeed. So I am Limbo Lad. Ooh, Limbo very Lad. nice. That's right, that's right. Limbo lad. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to hear Calypso music. I was just, I was just gonna <laughs> say, I've got the Hawaiian shirt. Because, <laughs> really, isn't that what we do around here? We lower the bar. Um. Yeah, every every episode, every episode, sir. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah, and I am Darren Noel, and I guess for uh, this. Crisis counseling. <laughs> I'll be uh, villainous Victor. Nice, because you know the villains kind of take center stage for a good portion of this issue. They do. Mm-hmm. They do, and in fact, you know, we we really could kind of just jump right into it, and um, and I think we should. Why beca- not? Because, because we've got a lot of annotating to do. F- folks hells yeah dear god almighty i've got a full drink here and it it will be gone by the time we're at page six so and and uh, and this is one of the finest covers by the way um i love this cover um and and i think honestly this was this issue was where i mean i thought the the teaming of um of perez and ordway was was brilliant anyway Mm-hmm. But this issue for me was where they really kind of hit their stride together, and um, there, I, I'll call a, I'll call out some specific panels as we get to them. But uh, but I really felt like they uh, they really kind of locked in here in in a in a great way, and it was a good thing too because a lot of damn characters they had to draw. Yes, they did. So. Oh, and the ads. Oh, the ads. We will be talking about some uh, new. Um, <laughs> cartoon uh, Saturday morning cartoon lineups because there's a few of them. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. Oh my! All right, let's get started, Polly. All right, cause look at that this, cover. It's going to be a long one just because it's a lot. So, yeah. cover time. Front row. I I don't know how to go about this. Let, let's go to the background and work our way forward. How about that? Okay. Because the, the background's easy. That's Brainiac 5 ship, or not Brainiac 5 ship, listen to me. Brainiac oh ship back there. Um, and kind of next to Brainiac um, is Simon, very, mm-hmm. very tiny, that little pink creature. And on the right side of Brainiac's eyeballs is Dr. Double X, <laughs> one of the cheesier Bronze yes. Age villains oh out there. Yeah. But he occasionally gets some play. He got, he got some play on Brave and the Bold recently, I believe. Mm hmm. Um, now, going across, starting with Dr. Polaris over there on the left, Gizmo from the Fearsome Five, Shrike 
from the cadre from Justice League Detroit. Oof. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Had to look her up. It's yeah. been a while. Uh, Penguin with his classic umbrella. Uh, the Ghost, uh, which I believe is a Nightshade Captain Adam villain. Yes. Yeah. Those yeah. Days. That would have been. Um, yeah. So so that's one that was a Charlton villain, technically, mm-hmm. that yeah. that would would later show up in the. Um, in the uh, Carrie Bates, Pat Broderick, Captain uh, Captain Adam series. Captain Adam. Yeah. Okay. So and, that, and then the uh, the next one is kind of camo in the background there. And then we'll go to the next quasi. Hey, hey, so you call him Camo as well? See, I always yeah, call, I call I, him Camo. Yeah, I know there are a lot of people who refer to him as Chemo. That that's a drug people take when they're sick. Exactly. I, I try not to confuse the two. This is Indeed. Chemo. Indeed. Yeah, Indeed. I'm with you. I'm um, with you on this. I'm glad to I'm, so yeah. look at us agreeing on how a name is pronounced. We are agreeing this early into the episode. <laughs> it can only go downhill from here, folks. Ah, next quasi row because there really aren't rows mm-hmm. here. It's, no. it's very non Perez in that he's usually very linear, but I guess because it's villains, yeah, they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. So uh, Killer Frost, um, which we've already seen in this series a lot, Star Sapphire, and we'll talk about why that's a problem in a minute. Uh, yes. Starro, uh, the Bolt, uh, or Bolt, uh, the Trickster. Can't tell which one he is, but he's back there. Black Adam. Oh, at the time, that would have been the original Trickster. This was long the original? before. Okay. Yeah, this is long before the Axel. Uh... Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Black Adam, uh, Silver Swan, who's a Wonder Woman villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lightning Lord from the Legion. Take yeah. a drink. Legion reference. Yay. Uh, Punch, and uh, his wife Julie is coming up shortly. And Queen Bee mm-hmm. over there on the other side. The next quasi row, um, Black Star, who's that Supergirl villain who's horrible. Everyone agrees she's horrible, but that's okay. She's a cool oh, visual, oh, yes, and yes, she yes. was also, I think, in DC Comics Presents around this time, so that's why they they put her on the cover. Right, Validus, of course, from the Fatal Five. We have the Legion reference. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a cool visual. Why wouldn't you use him? Yeah, uh, Lady Lunar there who I, I had to look her up because I've never read anything with her in it except for Crisis. Uh, she's actually a, an astronaut trainee along with Diana Prince oh, presumably right. in that weird time when Diana Prince was powerless mm. and she, she got powers and she wound up fighting Superman and Batman I'm assuming in World's Finest but many people think she's a Wonder Woman villain because of her origin and she's never really fought Wonder Woman that I could find. Yeah. So if anyone can correct me on that, please do. But eh. um, there did, you, you, go. you did catch Bolt right above her. I might have missed that. Yes, one. Bolt and Starro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was right. in the previous one. Oh, Starro. Did yeah. I miss Starro? Star- Starro's in right behind Validus' head. Yeah, he, he's he's like giving Validus a very weird halo effect. There. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but that is definitely Starro. We don't want to forget him. He's he's a pivotal Ooh. villain, I think, in DC. Absolutely. Um, Next to Lady Lunor, we have Captain Nazi. Mm-hmm. There with the blonde hair and the swastika. A shakedown from the Masters of Disaster. That's an outsider's group. Um, Pre-Crisis Cersei there in the back. Yes, very different from the post Very version. different design from <laughs> Perez. Um, uh, we get Blockbuster right there in the front. Um, in the back... Uh, to the right of Black Adam's gauntlet, you can see just the hat and the face of Scarecrow. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Just barely there. Um, I need to look and see who that is behind um, 
Oh, that's um, the weasel. Yeah, weasel. Yeah. Right, and right underneath uh, Scarecrow. I, I get the weasel and the hyena. I was uh, yeah. My my first go to would have been hyena as well, but yeah. And the annotations say that it's Black Manta next to Black Mass there, and Black Mass is also uh, from the cadre, the same as Shrike. But I don't see Black Manta. Oh yeah, on. right below, right see, below uh, Punch's knee. His orange knee, right, okay. be- right beneath that, you can see his. And knee. it's weirdly colored here because I can't really pick him out. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a dark shape there, but I can't tell it's him. Yeah, it it, it kind of blends in with with camo as well. Um, so yeah, it's okay. it's awkward coloring, but I can I can definitely see it. Um, okay. well, here's here's the really disturbing thing. I'm holding the original issue, and I'm so used to uh, when when we do the show reading issues on an iPad that I actually yeah. I actually went to pinch to zoom. In. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Can't do that. Can't do that. It's paper, Polly. It's indeed, paper. indeed. All One right. day, maybe. Next, yeah, next row, uh, the Predator. Now, this is Predator. where Star Sapphire is wrong because, well, of course, it could be a different Star Sapphire, but the Predator was this mystery villain in Green Lantern at the time, and they unmasked the Predator. Spoilers for 1986. Yeah. Um, the Predator was actually Carol Ferris. Which is why if that star sapphire is Carol Ferris, then, well, two, two, two mints in one. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, uh, yeah. And um, but but I don't know if that is him. No, or, but but keep in or, mind, Carol Ferris was no longer star sapphire sapphire at this point. Um, yes. But wibbly wobbly timey wimey, Paul. Right. But but I and. Mean, wasn't anything's it? possible, right? No, it is. But what I'm saying is, at the time, uh, we had had the secret society of supervillains in between there, and mm-hmm. so uh, Carol had no longer been Star Sapphire for quite a while. And it was someone else, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like Camille yeah. something or other. Camille, yeah, someone. that's 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 who was, and and she was like a whole different level of nuts than uh, than Carol. Um, <laughs> but but well, yeah so no. so uh, you know and and secret society of uh, supervillains had been maybe seven years before at this point mm-hmm. um so it could well have still been her excellent so yeah. i know i know that other um star sapphire was killed in uh the infinite crisis lead-ins in the uh oh, the, the specter right. one yeah so i know that but all right, yeah, De- Deborah. Yeah, Deborah Camille Darnell. Deborah Camille Darnell. Um, she was the, uh, and, and actually there was one in, even in between there. So, um, <laughs> yeah, those star sapphires they get around. Mm. Seriously. So yeah, she was the one during the uh, Secret Society of Supervillains, and um, um, she was. Oh yeah, she's she is the one. You're right. That showed that. Uh, ends up uh, trying to summon the Spectre in Infinite Crisis number six. Yeah, one of many. And that was the end. That, and... that, I believe, was the end of her. So Yeah, well, Spectre <laughs> judged her for her past tasks. Exactly, well, yeah. If you're going to show up where the Spectre is, you should have a fast teleportation spell in your pocket. In, indeed. All right, so sorry, um, we had Predator. Yeah, yeah we, had, we had Predator. Uh, next to Predator is Mirror Master there. Yeah. And next to Mirror Master is Clock King. The, the trademark clock face there. Yes. Above them is Perdegaton, a JSA villain. Mm-hmm. And next to Perdegaton in the uh, back there is Cobra, not Cobra Commander from G.I. Joe, but Cobra, Cobra. K-O-B-R-A. Yeah, K-O-B-R-A. yeah, the Kirby in, villain. 
uh, yep. in front. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, just I'm big, always a big fan of uh, of Cobra. That would have been uh, the. Um, we would later see a very sort of different version of him, but this was like there was actually a, a short-lived uh, series before the implosion mm-hmm. of uh, of Cobra that was really really cool. Uh, anyway, yeah, he became he becomes a big villain in Outsiders and a couple other places. As you know, yeah, definitely. So, um, in front of him is Tsunami from All Star Squadron. Yeah. Next to her is Poison Ivy, a perennial baddie. Mm-hmm. Next to her, we have Solomon Grundy kill Super Friends. Um, right there. <laughs> uh, next to Solomon, we have Clayface. I believe that is Clayface number two. I could be wrong about that. That might be. It's not number one. It's not the one in the weird medical. I'm getup, sorry. Where's so. where's this one? Um, above, you see where Solomon's making a bicep? Isn't that plasma? Right there behind him. No, it's it's Clayface on mine because it's not, it's brown, not pink. It's pink Plasmus. on the, on the co- original cover. Okay, well then maybe it's miscolored for yeah, the. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's Plasmus. Is it Plasmus yeah. from the Brotherhood of Evil? Yeah. Leave it to George to do that because that's <laughs> you know one of his go-to guys. It, it looks like Clayface to me. Yeah, on this. no, I hear you. I hear you. Um, next to him is Julie from the aforementioned Punch and Julie. They were both Charlton villains, uh, and we make their way into Suicide Squad shortly after that's um, Crisis. Right. That's right, and they had a they were in a gr- an, a fantastic issue of the Hawk and Dove series. Mm-hmm. Eclipso is behind Julie's face right there, and next to Eclipso we have Captain Cold. And now we'll do the front row here. We have Gorilla Grodd growling at you. Uh, Dr. Savannah is holding a uh, batch of evil chemicals, of course. Deathstroke the Terminator is there with his little rat-a-tat gun. Uh, the Cheetah, and this appears to be Earth 2 Cheetah. Oh, definitely, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Lex Luthor in his green and purple power armor. Copperhead is down there on the bottom slithering about. Uh, Sinestro is flying out towards you. And you have Joker with his gun. And over on the right, um, I thought that was Heat Wave, but apparently it's no. not. No, it's it the Silver Ghost. From the Freedom Silver F- Ghost. Yeah, yeah, from the Freedom Fighters series. Okay. Um, he was also at one point America Commando when they did kind of the sly reference to Roy Thomas's Invaders series. Um, it was kind of in one of the when they did one of those... Um, crossovers that wasn't a crossover so ah. <clears throat> so Rosakis in uh, in Freedom Fighters did a takeoff on the invaders so you had the silver ghost basically it was the bad guys pretending to be good guys mm-hmm. um, to uh, trying to bring in the um, the freedom fighters and so silver ghost became America Mando uh, mm-hmm. which was a cap analog and they had <clears throat> you know human torch analog the whole bit yeah and uh, meanwhile over in invaders they actually did you said meanwhile uh, yeah I did of course I did <laughs> take a drink um, <laughs> over in invaders Roy Thomas had them fighting a sort of a, a group that was very similar to to, uh, to the freedom fighters but yeah so that's silver ghost because uh, of course at, the, at this point in time heatwave had retired. Ah, okay. Yeah, so he had gone. He had gone straight. Um, Mc, Mc, <laughs> yeah, he, he was a rogue. Um, um, yeah, he um, of course uh, had had decided to go good. This was um, God. It, I can't remember exactly when it was. Like, was it? It might have even been while when Inf- Infantino came back. 
so in sort of the late 200s early 300s of uh, of, of the flash book so yeah no yeah, more yeah. no more of him but uh but yeah so definitely the silver ghost and um well, freedom fighters know, is one of those series everyone you, should read you put a guy in a white suit right next to a guy who looks like who is Captain Cold? And well, I'm I was like, just oh, gonna say, yeah, Captain having them Cold having them right yeah, next to each sense. other. Well, that would make yeah. a lot of sense, absolutely, and it's the kind of thing that Perez would do because that's kind yeah. of his wacky way of um, organizing a page. Yeah, like sorry, so. just above the above the Predator and beneath the Shadow Thief. Who's that? Oh, did I even mention Shadow Thief because he's so small? Shadowy. <laughs> um, he's so shadowy. Yeah. Uh, that's Black Star. Black Star. That's that okay. Supergirl villain that, or, or Blast Star. Oh, 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 oh. That's horrible. She has oh like one of the God. worst Who's Who entries ever. Black, yeah, okay. Because it's like a full page and it's just like ten, uh, maybe five or six sentences, and the art's just awful. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so that's that's why I know hers because I was like, God, that's that was a rush job. How did okay. how did she rate exactly? <laughs> well, I, I think she was in DC Comics Presents at the time, and they're like, oh, so she's on a cover of something that's coming out this month. Let's put her on here. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you know that's that's you know, whoever's hot is on the front of this cover. Yeah, yeah, uh, for that sure. that's what it is. There are other and, and Doctor Double X. <laughs> yeah, and Doctor Double X because George could pencil him in there in the back as a joke, you yeah. know. But yeah, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But there's a lot of villains who get a lot of play these days or previously. More villainous, not on this cover. Rachel yeah. Ghoul. Yeah. 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 You know, I. You don't see Bizarro on this cover. I mean, you have you have Brainy and Luthor, but none of the other super villains. Um. There's there's a good there's a good chunk of uh, yeah. History missing from that cover. So. Oh, without a doubt. So we open up, yay, <laughs> finally, into uh, Oa, and a, a group of Guardians are going to make a mistake that the rest of the DC Universe will have to live with for the rest of his publishing career, it seems. They're going to give Guy Gardner a ring. <laughs> and I, I, I say mistake jokingly because Guy Gardner becomes the antithesis of basically Hal Jordan and John Stewart, who are pretty stand-up kind of guys and although guy does the right thing uh he's not he's not above taking credit for it and and being an asshole while he's doing it. absolutely so, you know that's kind of the hmm he may not have any fear but he sure ain't got no manners either and that will be picked up uh in justice league number one after uh legends comes yes out. yes indeed but unfortunately, uh, the Guardians are there talking to Guy Gardner and saying, yes, yes, you should have this ring. Uh, we need you to do the things that the other Guardians don't want you to do, which is kind of making you think these, this is the offshoot of that argument that we've seen go on before in Crisis between the Guardians. And this mm. is happening kind of under the table. Yes. A yes. little bit. And um, unfortunately, there is a swirling... Uh, event that occurs that's full of blood red flame energy and it explodes the oa um, meeting place where this is occurring and apparently only guy gardner and one guardian survives this yeah and this is i think the first time i had really become aware of guy gardner i i, I hadn't read too much uh, green lantern before this same with me yeah I, so. I thought this was a brand new guy who had never heard of before mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know but apparently, I guess we should tell the story. Guy Gardner was Hal's substitute 
way back when. Absolutely, but, he was. Um, there, there was even a story that posited that he was meant to be the first choice. Um, if I remember correctly, like he was actually uh-huh. supposed to be the first choice, but he had been knocked unconscious at the time or something like that, and uh, so they went to to Hal instead. But uh-huh. um, I've also heard that, it was that Hal is, was just closer. Oh yes, you know what? Yeah, I think months. you're. I think you're right. I'm. I'm probably conflating a couple of different stories. Um, well, and then then he does go on a mission for Hal, and he winds up being knocked into a coma. Yeah, so I mean, he first showed up in 1968 in uh, Green Lantern 59. Right, he's older than us. Yay. Yeah, and um, <laughs> that and, doesn't happen that much anymore, kids. We and and, and here's something neat. He was actually patterned after uh, the actor Martin Milner. Um. Okay. And Martin Milner is a guy who used to be on um, Adam Twelve. Oh, okay. He was the one who wasn't Kent McCord. Um, Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I always forget what what his character's name was, but anyway, I, I just loved watching that show as a kid. Uh, anyway, so um, but he was he was um, named Gardner. The name Gardner yeah. came from the first name of Gardner Fox. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and uh, and and so yeah, so so you know, the, and and guy, you know, his here's he's a guy whose story has changed many, many times. Yeah, we're not but going there. I think we're he was. I think he was a gym teacher at the time, if yes. uh, if I remember correctly. And that um, was his profession. Yes. Yeah. And and uh, who wouldn't be upset to see their gym teacher take off and so go yeah, save he was the world. he was the backup. Um, <laughs> Of course, in the Booster Gold series, it was Booster that made uh, made it all change around. Um, but um, well, does not <clears> figure. Yeah. So um, and of course, he was supposed to be. Then he he was supposed to uh, to be um, uh, Gardner's backup, and uh, and in, in an earthquake, he got hit by a bus. That was the part I was trying to, trying to remember. And that's ah. well, and so he was recovering. So the guard. That's when the Guardians recruited uh, John Stewart to be Jordan's new backup. Mm-hmm. And, and we, uh, before we go any further, we should give credit to the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths annotated site because, yeah, again, invaluable to helping us know who is who and what is what going mm-hmm. on here. Mm-hmm. So, even though we're we're pretty good Crisis aficionados, we like to check our stuff before we start talking about it. And, yeah, ex- exactly. And that's and that's like you know, it's like for example, they talk about the whole thing of the the two di- the, the schism between the uh, Guardians. And mm-hmm. um, and these guys are the proactive group, and yeah. uh, that's why that, that's why Gardner's a great choice for them. Yep. Um, so, and so Guy Gardner is yeah. no no one substitute anymore, and Earth now has three Green Lanterns. Well, technically two at this point, because yes. Hal's not a Green Lantern right yeah, now. Indeed. And not appearing, <laughs> hero not appearing in this comic. <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> Yay! Yay! All right, so we open up. Uh, well, Guy obviously flies off to appear in the pages of Green Lantern later. <laughs> That's where you'll find him. Um, yeah, Green Lantern 195 op- for those following at home. Ah, there we go. So on board uh, Brainiac ship, which is where we um, get a whole bunch of other villains. So we're going to go through this one really quickly. We have uh, some villains hanging there in the air. There is um, Star Sapphire again. Um, Punch is... Um, Acrobatting off of something, no idea what. Uh, Queen Bee's flying around. Trickster is walking. We have our very own Cosmic King from the Legion of Supervillains. Yay, Legion reference. Take a drink. 
Um, Sinestro, Silver Swan, Black Adam. Um, there is Warp from uh, the Brotherhood of Evil. Again, that's a Teen Titans yes. foe. Uh, Simon from the Fearsome Five. Again, Teen Titans. And um, perennial Suicide Squad Green Arrow villain, Count Vertigo. Oh, yeah. And, of course, behind them, the big green guy is Chemo. Not Chemo. Chemo. Yeah. Uh and let's go to the floor to see who's on the floor. Let's see here. Hang on. Where did my page go? Ah, it's the thing about reading things. All right, on, so we've uh, got a, we've got we Eclipse. <laughs> You've got Eclipse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't even. See. Cheshire. Cheshire in an odd face-off against Validus. Validus. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> it's funny, but really not going to happen. Um, I see where Black Manta is here now. <laughs> I can see him on this panel. Indeed, yeah. Um, let's see. Who are those guys in between them? Um, it's saying it's... Um, well, I don't know. Right, those, so those are two we've very got a, guys. We've got Eclipso, and, and beneath him, you can see Copperhead. Um, Quakemaster in behind there. This shiny guy, I'm not sure. Yeah, me either. Um, I see penguin and plasma. They, they call they 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 have like image question mark um, on the annotations, so they don't know either. Um, yeah, it's it's some weird guy in purple. Yeah, so uh, so then Manta, Catman, Felix Faust, Penguin, Plasmus is back there. Yeah, blending in. Is that, with, is that gold face back there too? Um, I'm seeing someone with a yellow head. Floronic Man. Is that Floronic Man? Floronic okay. Man, yeah. And then uh, Mirror, Mirror Master. Master. Tio Morrow finally appears from the issue where he uh, the Justice League satellite was blowing up. He is now teleported to where he needed to go. Yeah. Um, that's Overmaster in the background. He's the one who created the cadre in Justice League Detroit. And, and, and to, his, uh, to his left is Black Mass. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Cobra again, Captain Cold, Killer Frost. Um, I I recognize that guy in blue with the G on him, but I I can't place him right now. Um, Solomon Grundy, uh, Shaggy Man. We have another cheetah, uh, cheetah of Earth One, down there. Looks like the Fiddler, Joker, right above. At, um between um sorry right above cheetah and at the to the immediate right of is that dr psycho yeah, it is dr psycho yeah. um He's oh it's Buldo- bulldozer is the blue guy oh that's bulldozer. a b yeah oh okay he's uh, sure. from the gang oh the gang that's why that's the okay yeah gotcha um fiddler joker shakedown and um heat stroke they're both from the um Masters of Disaster from yeah. BATO, and that is uh, Dr. Savannah, happy that he is taller than Gizmo. Um, yeah, and, <laughs> and Cronus is in there behind uh, the Shaggy Man's fist. Ah, uh, he's he's miscolored here. He's he's just brown and blending in. Yeah, so he's, he's right, beneath, right beneath um, Dr. Psycho, uh, uh, Dr. Psycho um, <clears throat> Count Vertigo's foot. Uh, we can see, uh, yeah. we can just see, barely see Cronus in there. I see the little clock hands on his forehead. <laughs> that's yeah. about it so all the villains are in the house now yay everything's wonderful Moro's asking where the, um, he is and everyone's like um, 
no idea. And Dr. Polaris says, quiet you. I know what's going on. None of you do. And remember Simon, we thought he got killed off early on mm. in the series. And he says, listen to he's, Dr. Polaris. He says, I got better. I got better. Take he and I have witnessed the... Yeah, please. This crisis firsthand. Indeed, I was nearly slain by it. My atoms dispersed by our foe. Only my psionic ability saved me and brought me here to safety. And um, Luthor and Brainiac, the classic Silver Age team of Luthor and Brainiac appear. And Luthor says, don't believe it, Simon. My science and Brainiac saved you. And Brainiac says, were it not for us, you would have perished. Indeed, our foe has fled or has died. For not even I, a living computer, can detect his presence, either in our universe or his. My calculations must be true. The crisis he created is over. But now the Earths are in chaos, seemingly normal, yet partially merged. We, although for different reasons, all crave power. Now during this crisis, it is time for us to strike. Not even the heroes of five remaining Earths can withstand our combined power. And we get to see some other villains here at this point. Uh, Vandal Savage shows up. Monsieur Mala and Brain. Mammoth. Uh, Shimmer. Weather Wizard. Um, Matter Sil Master. Silver Ghost <laughs> again. Right down Silver the Ghost bottom again. there. Yep. Matter and Master. That is, Good grief. Yeah, Matter Master. Now, is that pink? In your version, which the the guy next to Mattermaster? It's a red helmet. Oh, we're looking at the we're looking at different pages then. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so where? Wait, we're right below the four panel thing of um, mm -hmm. of Brainiac. So yeah. um, I was looking at the page the panel with Deathstroke, Cheetah. Isn't that Mattermaster's? Infamous. Oh yeah, helmet. and then and then it's plasmus. Uh, okay, so it's them. it's brown in the comicsology version. So isn't that interesting? Big... I yeah. I wonder if when they because they they obviously recolored a lot of this stuff, and I yeah. wonder if a lot of uh, if some in some cases the people who were doing the work were just like, oh, that must be Clayface. Yep, must be Clayface. And, um, it's not. No. So oops. So um, sorry. So... Yes. Um. Hunt, uh, so that's Huntress. Oh, yes, from uh, the Justice Society building. Yeah, as in Sportsmaster and. Um, mm -hmm. So, sorry, let's start with that first panel. So we've got the ghost. Um, in, in behind the ghost... Um, That's got an eye on it. I don't know who that is. Yeah, give me one second here, because I think I sure. can figure this out. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, so... Nicholas Cage knows. So, starting in the first, we got... We got um, we got Weather Wizard. We got Silver yes. Ghost next to uh, to Weather Wizard. We got Shimmer. Shimmer. This this we know, right? Yes, um, we know. And Mammoth is behind her. Mammoth. Um, Joker and Cheetah. Mammoth Clue Master is the guy, is the blonde dude. Do you see the little tuft oh, of blonde okay. hair? But you only see his blonde hair, so I wasn't even like trying to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, so. yeah. And... Um, yeah, maybe it was a tassel. Why they're the... saying that's Clue Master because it could be Trickster or anybody else. Knows, to but... Totally could be. Um, <laughs> there, there must be a reason. Like maybe they've. Uh, I don't know. Maybe on the original art without the markup. Um, maybe. Maybe. Um, Vandal Savage is so behind, sorry. Uh, uh, so Cheetah, Cheetah One, uh, Joker, yeah. the Brain, Mammoth, uh, on the back row, Ghost, Monsieur Mala, Lord of Time. Yeah, is the red love dude. him, Justice League villain. Yeah, and Vandal Savage, and I think that's okay. Ima it's image, back. it's image question mark. 
is that blue dude. Image question mark. Who was the same dude who was glowing on that panel on the page previously. He's blue in your comic. He's orange in my comic. Okay, okay. Good. Um, It's orange in mine, too. I was just making sure. I think that is Kung, the the guy with the uh, red and white. The yin-yang thing? Yin-yang. Yeah. I think that's an all-star squadron villain. Kung. I could be wrong, but something like that. It's 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 the type of word I'm afraid to Google. K U N G. Yes, I know. Um, Brainiac is giving a. Well, I guess we shouldn't go on just yet because we have this other panel to deal with. Which oh is yes, Terminator. I'm sorry. Yeah. So Terminator yeah. punch. Who's the guy in the back there with the green helmet and the antenna? That's not Ambush Bug. Um, no. No, uh, that's not Ambush Bug. So we've got Starro there. Yep, Starro's in the back, um, along with um, Huntress, Mattermaster, and Plasmus. Not Clayface. Terminator, Punch, <laughs> Killer Moth. Killer Moth, oh my god! That girl's origin, there you go. Okay. Yeah, um, so yeah, Killer Moth, um, Huntress, one, so obvi- obviously. Uh, Mattermaster, Starro, and Plasmus. Yeah, oof. Yeah, um, so... Lu- it's okay. Uh, Brain- it's okay. The numbers are going to get cut down in just a moment. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Uh, Brainiac says that I, I want to say Brainy. I'm sorry, y'all. Brainiac says um, Luthor is going to be the field commander for this mission. Um, they have the worlds within their grasp. It is time now. And we see Earth 2 Luthor, the old man with the red hair still. Yep. Um, yell, what, wait one bloody second who appointed that second raid lab rat our spokesman, I'm Luthor of Earth 2 my genius is far greater than his, you don't need him and in this panel you see Kemo and Kanjar Rowe and who's that other guy, Paul? I'm sorry sorry, uh, next to Kanjar Rowe, that would be yeah. Dr. Zaxton Regulus really? Dr. Regulus before his gold armor? No, the gold armor was in, was had long been in play by this point. Okay, because that is, remember your issue the your first issue of yeah, uh, Legion he had, had the armor. Yeah, so that's not the guy I'm looking at here then. Next Eleven. to Kanjar Row. Yes, they must have recolored it here too. Uh, yeah, the coloring on your thing wow. cannot be cannot be trusted. It's Dear a comic It's a fucking mess. <laughs> you are a hot mess. Uh, so yes, Doctor Regulus. Uh, with the, uh, the Another Pied... Legion reference. Take a drink. Indeed. <laughs> the Pied Piper, Doctor Spectro, who was a who was a Captain Adam villain, who would again also oh, make, okay, make okay. his way I into the... that. I was looking at that other panel. I see. I see Regulus now. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you now. Um, so yeah. So Regulus, uh, Doctor Spectro, Ace from the Royal Flesh Gang, Harlequin, Harlequin the uh, Earth Two Harlequin. Yes. Uh, Crime Doctor. Yeah, fuck. Da- how can you tell? Because <laughs> uh, per Degaton, per Degaton, Icicle in the Mist, right? In the mist, and Mister yeah. Mind down front. Oh and, yes, uh, nice catch. Yeah, yeah. Brainy Brainiac says, "Yeah, you're right, Luthor. We don't need two of you." And he zaps him, and he just stares at everyone. And Luthor of Earth One says, "Good, okay, boys and girls. Here's the plan. So we're down <laughs> one Luthor. <laughs> okay, that was quick and easy. Yeah." Um, Meanwhile, uh, the new Teen Titans gets their um, crisis tie-in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, apparently, the Tamaranians have um, consulted, and they are uh, 
this was an era of new teen titans that i kind of hated yeah i agree it, um, it, it this is where it really meandered for a long time and uh, yes well after uh, the raven saga stopped yeah it kind of lost a lot of steam it, it definitely definitely uh, so apparently um coriander uh starfire is being summoned back to tamaran and she's bringing nightwing and jericho with her and her and and going to find her long lost other sister cilantro yeah <laughs> leave blackfire alone there isn't um, another sister named cilantro no there isn't so uh that's Kamandra. um <laughs> So uh, Starfire introduces Nightwing as her lover. <laughs> She's very open about these he's things. He's my lover. Uh, he's my man, okay? You can't have him. He's mine. Um, and Captain Karras is like, oh, pleased to meet you. Um, and uh, Captain Karras and his female lieutenant have been talking and it's like she must know the truth as to why she's being brought here know when it is time she will learn everything and ever silent jericho listens and worries mm -hmm. because jericho can't talk everyone's like Shh, it's okay we can say it in front of the mute fella yeah <laughs> whatever so yes. they are heading off to tamaran and they are basically off the crisis map from now on um we are in New York, and Firehawk is flaming through New York City along with Cyborg. Everything seems to be hunky-dory. Um, the people of New York seem to be happy. There's still the weirdness going on. There's still dinosaurs around in the quote-unquote warp zone. Yeah. They meet up with fellow Titans, Changeling, Wonder Girl, and Cole. Nice <laughs> to see her yes. for a few minutes. Yeah. Um, and I believe this is a Firestorm crisis crossover where... They discover that um, Terry Long is in the quote-unquote warp zone. That's right. And uh, she and, and uh, Wonder Girl go off looking yep. for him. Yeah, Firehawk right. and Wonder Girl go off to save her husband. Yeah, that all Wonder Girl's husband, we that should That all worked out well. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, and we're getting um, an on-the-spot reporting from Tawny Brown, who we have not seen ever. Um, <laughs> she's a WGBS uh reporter and she's getting all the news from Lois Lane's talking with um, um, Time Master Rip Hunter yeah so that's kind of interesting hello there Rip how are you and um, we see the background we see volcanoes and brontosauruses and the 30th century and all kinds of things just being smushed together and we see Jeanette Clyburn being inter um, being interviewed by Jack Ryder who is really the creeper that's right. Now, now, Tawny Brown. Yes. Um, Not a black exploitation name at what, all. What a terrible, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sarcasm. Yeah, it just just awful. Um, it's a good thing Matt's not here for this. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and I'm trying to. Uh, I think she showed up. There was a there was a story in like one of the world's finest issues or something where. Um, uh, God, where where like somehow Superman got um, a GBS suit or something like that, and I think, mm -hmm. and I think he got he got uh, suspended. Oh, but I don't really remember. And the reality is, it was a uh, it was uh, uh, you know back in the Bob Haney days of that title. So you, you know, uh. who knows? But uh, anyway, indeed. Well, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Um, next panel, we see uh, Dr. Will Magnus being interviewed by um, 
Bethany Snow, oh. uh, who is a plant of the Church of Blood for Brother Blood. Hey, uh, um, which had all kinds of fun. And in the background there, have you started watching uh, Arrow season two yet? No, it's not uh, on Netflix yet. Damn, dude. Yeah. I guess I could do it online, but yeah, no. It's, I guess I need to, huh? Okay. Lots well. of lots of you. I think I think you're going to really enjoy just a lot of little little Easter eggs like that. Okay. Uh, I think that might be Lord Schilling in the background of this panel. And he was a villain back in Tomahawk. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So that might be him. There's no definite on that, but it's a guy in a red coat wearing a powdered wig. You don't see a lot of those. Sorry, and, and you mentioned about Dr. Dr. Clyburn. Uh, from from Star Labs, um, we talk about the the thing with with Firestorm. Mm-hmm. It was Firestorm number forty two, by the way. Uh, we get okay. the reference to Darwin Jones, which I love. Yep. Um, and sorry, I'm and, just trying to... and it looks like that the the guy in the back there could be a member of Anthro's um, tribe, or it could be Gnark from. Oh, the sorry. Which, which which panel? Oh no, no. I I it could be, but I don't think it, it is. We, we, yeah, it, but it could be, and that's interesting. Because Narc had been kind of left behind. In, yeah, Narc, Narc was there. Were, there the was worst idea. Hmm. Yeah, well, the, the the new Teen Titans number fifty that they did, which was the wedding of Donna Troy, kind of answered a lot of questions left over from the original series, most yeah. of which were retconned out later. And and um, and uh, and actually, that that issue alone did a good job of retconning some of those some of those old stories as well. Yeah. Um, yep. And it was it was not. Everyone just told Lilith sorry about Narc. Um, it was not. Yeah. No one ever said what happened. Mm-hmm. But you know, there it is. Um, it also added something interesting to um, a character who I love, who didn't even make it into Who's Who, the original Harlequin, well, the second Harlequin slash Joker's daughter. Well, and that that's right because all of a sudden she had aged much more than the rest of them. Yes, and aged and gained a lot of weight. Exactly, and that was that was basically Marv Wolfman's way of saying, "Yeah, she's not coming back ever." Yeah, um, and, but there was all, he kind of made a ref, uh, had her make sort of a veiled mystery reference, and then uh, yeah, and then walk yeah, out. Yeah. So, um, so sorry. I just want to try and f- make sure that that isn't. Um, it probably isn't. You're probably right. So, but uh, I like to think of Jeanette you know, Clyburn. Our... This caption d- directs to. Mm. Okay, they yeah they skip over a lot of stuff on the on, on, on okay, uh, I just need to accept that they've skipped over a lot of stuff on the um, yeah <laughs> uh, on the yeah. Uh, annotations and, and leave it at that. Um, all right, so uh, then of course again we see Changeling Cole and yep and, and Cyborg introduces Firehawk because they met up on the satellite which blew up. And uh, she offers uh, Wonder Girl her help, and uh, off they there go. They go. Off they go. So, um, and they're talking about how Changeling is so girl crazy. And it's like, yes. How about Firestorm? Yeah, but on him, I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that leaves uh, Changeling and Cyborg and Cole with work to do to help other people. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Clark Kent is on uh, WGBS News, and he is saying the man who calls himself Alexander Luthor. Uh, we'll be addressing leaders of all five Earths today at the UN at four o'clock. And we go into the control room and there is um, Morgan Edge and Lana Lang. Um, they're noticing that Clark is kind of cold since uh, Supergirl yeah. passed away. Mm-hmm. 
no wondering uh, why. Now this last panel. Nice. Um, this is Clark Kent saying goodbye. I, I think that's kind of you know indicative. Is this not Sugar and Spike? Sugar and Spike are in the picture on the mantelpiece. Okay. The character sitting in the chair watching is Scribbly. Scribbling. Okay. Yeah. And those were all from Humor Comics. Exactly. The the, the um, I want to say Shelley Mayer, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I believe you're correct. Okay. Then that's Sheldon Mayer. Sheldon Mayer. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Earth One during World War Two. Um, we we show up um, and we see Easy Company there with Haunted Tank in the background. Yes. <laughs> um, and they're talking about, hey, Rock, what happened? Um, do you do you know what happened? I was like, sure I do, but some things don't have to make sense when they happen in a war that don't make sense in the first place. you got to know by now, say it with me, kids, nothing's ever easy in easy. Oh, yeah. Um, and whatever happened is over. We still got some krauts to fight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's a rippling of red energy in the sky, very similar to the energy that appeared on Oa. Um, it's moving fast, like some sort of fireworks. Yeah, well, it's gone now, but whatever it is, let's hope it stays gone. Hmm. Wonder what that was, kids. And Can't it's be good. The same. No, it's not. It's the same across all of... Yeah, they made an error here. It's the same across all four Earths. Five. Mm-hmm. It's five. A wave of energy suddenly explodes and vanishes, receding into a past thought immutable, but a past very much ready to be changed. Guess what? Well, in the present, on three worlds called Earth, life has been savagely altered, and we see Black Adam's boot. Um, we see people being marched into the streets. Here, only a few remain behind to keep peace, while the others, the more powerful, voyage to Earth one. While their world suffered a plague of darkness, freedoms fought for in a dozen wars wars are stolen away with impossible ease and we see the villains uh, have taken over yeah so we uh, see Captain a- we see Black Adam's boot there um, as they evacuate people and uh, it looks like Earth 4 Earth S and Earth X have been taken over we see Nightshade is not looking oh, too yeah. well and, and just before that um, in that, that silhouetted panel um, mm-hmm. we've got um that's definitely a cheetah, cheetah Earth two, uh, Earth one, isn't it? I I believe so. Um, so we've got sorry, sorry, um, cheetah on the left, trickster or weather wizard in the middle, uh, blockbuster on the right, um, and they don't even speculate as to who is flying there. Yeah, the, the, it's all dark panel. Yeah, exactly. Silhouettes. It could be anyone. That that top one could be Count Vertigo though. Just. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Um, could be, could be. So, yeah, we but see, that other one's impossible to tell, so moving on. We see, yeah, so Nightshade's being carried away. Um, so is Captain Adams being dragged through the street. By Dr. Regulus and, and Cobra, they say. I don't think that looks like Cobra. I don't think that's Cobra. Yeah, they're crazy. Oh, well. Um, the three Earths are ours. No one can take them from us. We see uh, Blue Beetle's bug aflame in the... Uh, ocean there or the bay as camo and, like and, camo. The, yeah, and the statue of liberty look on yep um your lives and your freedoms are in our hands your only hope for peace lies with us surrender yourselves now or prepare to die the villains say um the let the world is in chaos the laws of civilization are in turmoil panic everywhere there is little choice but to accept the ultimatum and in space a flat emotionless mechanical voice fairly explodes with gleeful anticipation as we see the red energy yet again 
And in the annotations, it says this red energy is symbolic of the antimatter moving backwards through time. Yeah. As it keeps moving back. So um, while on Earth 1, the happy, shiny UN is there and Lana Lang is reporting. Yay, Lana Lang. Yeah, Ninja yeah. Reservist. Take a drink. Hells yeah. Um, she is um, reporting on what has been called the Crisis on Infinite Earths. And on the dais um, is a man who calls himself Pariah. Next to him is Lila, also known as Harbinger. And at the podium is Alexander Luthor. No apparent relation to the criminal Lex Luthor of our Earth. And Le uh, Alexander starts talking. And so it appears the antimatter universe which attacked all our Earths has seemingly disappeared. Even my body, previously half antimatter, has reverted to its normal positive matter state. Lila says, I have at my disposal information gathered by the Monitor. I have already placed much of that knowledge in the hands of the Secretary General to share with all surviving worlds. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So does that mean everybody knows who everyone's secret identity is? Hmm? No, probably not. <laughs> and Pariah says, It won't matter for much longer. <laughs> no, it won't. Please understand, although the linking of your worlds may not be acceptable, it is not dangerous. Indeed, the danger appears over, for I remain here on Earth and have not been summoned elsewhere, which is what he does. And we see classic Diana Prince talking with Lady Quark in a trench coat um, while they watch the news story coming forth on the TVs in a shop window, mm -hmm. something that hardly ever gets done nowadays. No, but, exactly. You know, and, you know. And, and sorry, just to not uh, not to I, I just want to draw attention back to the sure, uh, sure, sure. that that, sure. that page transition, you know, as we move from the Earth four, you know, the the. Uh, Demolished UN of of um, of Earth Four to the of Earth Four to, yeah, the, to the shiny pristine one. Earth yeah, one. Yeah, I, I just I, I think that's a really neat uh, uh, transition yeah. there. Kind of brings it, was, it all it was, together. It's very cool. Yeah, it was nicely done for sure. And let's go back to uh, where I was. Ah, uh, yes, the TV there store. We go. Yes. Yep. And Diana um, says to Lady Quark, "Something wrong, Lady Quark." Uh, apparently, they know each other. I guess. Uh, Lady pals says, now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Diana, that man. I look at him and I'm reminded that Skype's over that bubble. Um, <laughs> he released the anti-monitor who destroyed my world and my family. And Diana says, you can't blame Pariah forever. It was an accident. And she says, I know. But though I may someday forgive him for that dark deed, I will never forget. Um, and Pariah back at the UN says, do you have any questions? And of course there are. And, of course, we get the litany of, well, you say everything's okay, but now we don't know. And, um, indeed, I've spoken with my colleagues on our Earth, and we are not so certain that those other Earths, although claiming to be peaceful, actually are, and that they plan no inter-Earth invasion. Um, meanwhile, Pariah's not paying attention to the guy at all because he says, no, it's happening again. The force is turning within me, warning me of danger of evil. I, I am being drawn elsewhere. The danger, the danger has not ended and the politician drones on for another few minutes until he uh he's, he looks up and says where is the strange man where did he go um yeah then there is panic and pandemonium because pariah has disappeared um and so again we have lana lang jack ryder tawny brown God. tawny brown bethany, bethany snow, snow mona knockwood excuse me mona knockwood excuse me you is she me. is she in a James Bond movie? Mona Knockwood, excuse me. <laughs> wow, you know that's a good point. Wow, yeah. and Clark Kent um, are experiencing mind-numbing terror because now we have a hologram of robot Brainiac. 
Earthlings, listen to what I have to say. Your very lives now depend on the decision you're about to make. I am Brainiac, and I've assembled at my side all those humans you call supervillains. So, While Mon- most Mona them- Knockwood. Sorry, just to go <laughs> you back got, to You got to go back to that? I, that just fascinates me. <laughs> you got to go back to that, don't you? Um, <laughs> Is she on X-Tube? You could tell me. <laughs> she was a VJ on okay. RTV in, uh, in the DC pre-crisis universe. Um, uh, I kid you not. So where did she? I know you don't. I know you don't. Um, she was in uh, World's Finest. Shocking. Um, Shocking. Created by <laughs> Joey Cavalieri. Uh, she showed up in World's Finest Comics 312, The Network. And, Joey Cavalieri, um, you dirty, dirty bastard. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> And I say that with love because I'm yeah. One. So she was a VJ on RTV, and oh, I'm gonna gosh. bet that RTV was was like taking over people's minds or something like that. I I I, I don't yeah. I haven't read that. She had shown up in about four issues, and apparently that was enough to rate her a spot in a uh, panel. Yeah, in, sure. In Crisis on Infinite Earths, and why uh, not? Why not? Ah, <sighs> the the important thing is those panels were recent, or or her appearance was recent enough to garner her her. Notice well, here. and that's a that's a good point. Yeah, it's probably more more you like know. it. So uh, Brainiac goes on. While most of the five Earth heroes assembled here, we've used our power to take over the Earth's designated four X and S. They're completely and totally under our domination. Our demands for Earth one and two will be explained by another. Hear him out. And it would be wise to do what he says. There's another hologram. Well, well, well. This is a pleasure. The name's Lex Luthor. He'll be president of the United States soon, kids. Don't worry. Everyone forgets about this. Um, <laughs> and the culmination of everything I've ever worked for is at hand. And Alexander's like, Luthor, he almost looks like my father. I feel the same aura about him. But this one reeks of evil. My God, to be so similar and yet so different. Oh, just wait, kid. Your time's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, as my computerized compatriot has stated, our forces are now in control of three Earths, but we believe five is a far better number. Therefore, <laughs> we demand that your nation surrender, or we will unleash forces which will destroy the three Earths under our control, and being linked as you are, your two worlds will be destroyed as well. For years... Oops, I pushed the wrong button. For years, you persecuted us because we upset your views of conformity. But guess whose feet wear the proverbial shoes now? So make your decision, my friends. Yeah. It you wasn't have... your views of co- of conformity, Luthor. Conformity, no. Yeah. Uh, you have over 15 minutes, long enough to decide between life and complete annihilation. Uh, meanwhile, uh, someone uh, darts from the chamber uh, with determined speed, and it is Clark Kent. Oh, yeah. And he steps into the closet at the UN and uh, does his thing. Um, and we see the dun, 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 dun moment right there yeah, as he oh, yeah. rips open his shirt. Um, and Superman uh, is thinking as he zooms out of the UN, Kara died trying to save the Earth. I'll not, I'll not let her sacrifice be in vain. This is a job for Superman. Meanwhile, uh, the second figure which hurried from the UN press room scurries into the darkness of a nearby alley. His name is Jack Ryder of News Boston. And thank you for the ambush bug poster appearance. <laughs> Love it. Nice. So, uh, sorry, in that, um, just going back to uh, the, the, so we you, we had, uh, how did you say his name? The voodoo guy from? Hungen. Hungen, okay. Hungen. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Hungen. Um, 
I just sounded it out. I used my words. In, in, there you go. Look at you. Look at you. Um, <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But, you know, I'm from the South, and we're stupid, so, it so it's okay. Black Star. <laughs> star Sapphire and Bow. Okay, so there's Black Star again. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was just trying to figure that one out. Okay. Yeah, so there's uh, Jack Ryder dipping into an alley because he's not good enough for the broom closet. And he touches a uh, molecular transducer. A <laughs> quick call, Dr. Frank Deporter. For this one mm. um and he changes into um the uh bizarre creeper and he laughs as he pounces through the city <laughs> um meanwhile we move back in time to the wars to end all wars it is 1917 automobiles have existed for less than 25 years airplanes for only 14 and we see the uh red sky again and there is balloon buster and he's saying what in the name of betsy some kind of storm cloud, but like nothing I ever seen. Um, oh, um, I, I don't know if you know this. Um, oh, shoot. Th- uh, in that scene where we have Superman's S-Shield opening up, that mm-hmm. panel is designed as a tribute to George Reeves. I, I totally see that. Pinky ring. Yeah, totally see Reeves that. Reeves used to always wear a ring as Kent, and he would remove it when he was Superman. Hmm. So that's that's, that's a very a, nice tribute. That's a very nice. That, tribute. Yeah, that's neat. I didn't I didn't catch the pinky ring actually, mm. and uh, so thanks again to the annotated crisis. <laughs> Indeed. Meanwhile, uh, Bloombuster is like, well, it's gone like a flash of Saint Elmo's fire. Cue John Parr. <laughs> Don't understand this, none. But I never thought Mrs. Savage's little son Steve had to know everything. I know how to ride the skies like a blamed eagle, and I know we got a war going on that needs men like me. They just loved that in just a few panels, he managed to work both of his his real name and his uh, his and car- his yeah. code name in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, um, Bloombuster is technically the descendant of another DC character, and yet another DC character. Do tell, Scalp Hunter, mm. who was the abducted son of. Matt Savage trail boss. And then, of course, the Savages would later make their way into Starman. Indeed they would. Now, a couple... One... one uh, we interrupt this uh, crisis issue. This crisis issue to bring you... Uh, the 1985-1986 NBC Saturday morning cartoon schedule. Oh, yeah. What's on? What's oh, on? Oh, I t- wish I wish Scott were here for this. Um, <laughs> so they have uh, people looking at all the different monitors, and, uh, and it says NBC <laughs> announces yeah. Saturday lineup, and we have Spider-Man saying, "Careful, T. We want to surprise the other guys, and you never know who may be reading this comic." And he says, "Spider-Man, uh-huh. the little blue guy's no fool this year. We're cool, even more than." And they say, "This is going to be the smurfiest year ever." Hey folks, this is Sasset. Has anybody is ever seen anybody so so smurfy? Sasset. She was. A yeah, little... she didn't last long. Wow, as I recall. Yeah. Then we have the snork saying, "We got to go on first thing in the morning again." You got to be kidding. And um, <laughs> and uh, he says, "You know," with uh, Iceman says, "You know," with uh, Saturday the Saturday morning plans that we have under wraps, we're going to be hotter than ever. To which Firestar says, "That's easy for you to say. You're melting all over me." Uh-huh. Um, and a Gumby Bear says, let's all be there. And then there's a little girl talking to Alvin of the Chipmunks saying, Alvin, have you seen Brandon? And he says, last time I saw him, he was chasing a Smurf. 
that Brandon Tartikoff that they're mentioning? No, the Brandon they're talking about is Punky Brewster's dog. Oh, okay. Punky, with you and the Gummy Bears and four new Smurfs joining us this year, the best Saturday morning on television just got Smurf here. And she says, <laughs> shh, you just let the Smurf out of the bag. So yes, the, the lineup was the Snorks, followed by Adventures of the Gummy Bears, followed by Smurfs, followed by Punky Brewster. <laughs> I love that Smurfs with Sasset. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. God. Yeah, that's a uh, way to go, Scrappy-Doo. Um, <laughs> followed by Punky Brewster was then followed by uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, followed by Kid Video, which oh. was followed by Mr. T, which oh. was, uh, and, and then rounding out the lineup was Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And, of course, in between there, we would get one to grow on. Of course. Yes. Of course you would get one to grow so, on at that point there you go so that is the saturday morning lineup and it's like here smurfs went to an hour and a half at one time grief. i was like enough smurfs in my saturday morning kids enough now, nothing is that smurfy i'm sorry nothing exactly and i think what uh, now now getting back into the uh crisis story Mm-hmm. Uh, we start right away with a scene that is entirely evocative of the way Kurt Swan used to draw Ultra Boy, Superboy, and Monel trying to crash through the Iron Curtain of Time. Yeah, it's very true. And it is uh, Superman of Earth Two and Power Girl trying to bust through this barrier between Earths Two and Four, and it is so that that Swan type panel. Yes, it is. Um, and it, it's also a hint at. Uh things to come because everyone's being very overprotective of power girl all of a sudden because supergirl just died that's right exactly and uh, and then we see the magicians um we've got dr fate we've got sargon the sorcerer we've got uh johnny thunder and his thunderbolt um trying to shatter the barrier and they're not having any more success uh which takes us into the sky and we see jade uh, along with her father, Alan Scott, Green Lantern, and uh, Ted Knight, Starman, all trying to break through it as well. Yep. No success. No. And we, we land in, and like you say, everyone's being very protective of Power Girl. You know, why is everyone so concerned about me? I'm fine. Um, and it's, this is, of course, uh, a bunch of the guys from Infinity, Inc. We have, uh, from left to right, we have uh, Star Spangled Kid. This is the pre-star, mm-hmm. this, this, the pre-Sky Man days. So we we're in definitely in the first dozen issues of Infinity Inc. So yep. so Huntress and Power Girl were both still members of that team at that point. Um, then we have uh, Superman, uh, Nuclon, uh, the Earth Two Adam, Adam his Godfather. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and we have the Earth Two Wonder Woman. With next Fury next and to Silver her daughter. Yeah, next to her daughter Fury, and then we have Silver Scarab. And then we're back on Earth One with the Creeper and uh, and Superman. So they're all keeping in touch by walkie talkies, which seem to be able to <laughs> talk across the dimensions. Yeah. yeah. Where would we be without Radio Shack and Star Labs? I ask you. <laughs> Indeed. So, um, the uh, Secretary of the UN's getting kind of annoyed at what's going on, and they're they're working on solutions. But you know, good God, help everybody. Meanwhile, um, we we get a scene very indicative of New Teen Titans yes. number one, where someone shows up in Blue Valley and says to Wally West, who is sitting on his bed, because remember Wally at the time did not have powers, where if he did use them, it meant he was going to die from them. Yeah. Um, and on his um, 
bed frame there, that's his, um, I think that's Francis Kane and Francis Kane's mom, who was his girlfriend at the time, kind of off and on um, in that era. And we'll see Francis Kane shortly, believe it or not. Um, but someone says, Wallace, we need you. And if you know Teen Titans lore, you know the only person who called him Wallace was Raven. Mm-hmm. And we we look, and it's not. It's Lila and Jay Garrick. Um, and uh, Wally's like, Jay, but you're not his wife. And a flash of Earth 2 says, listen to what Harbinger has to say, lad. We need you, Wallace. And this has been said to him before. He should be having serious, serious deja vu here. Oh, yeah. And Wally's like, need me? Forget it. The crisis is over. Besides, I'm retired. And uh, Harbinger says the monitor's tapes mentioned you and and your problem as well as your knowledge. We need that knowledge. And Jay's like, don't know what the problem she's talking about is, lad, but she's right. Earth, with Earth One's flash vanished, we turn to you. The Titans say this is your old ring. Will you take it? And uh, there you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, the T jet is flying in the uh, in the sky, and Changeling. Um, well, no, not Changeling. Speedy says. Well, Rust Bucket, what did he say? And what do you expect he said, Speedy? Once a Titan, always a Titan. And so Speedy gets a little play here with Cyborg. Mm-hmm. And um, all then, the heroes begin to assemble. Sorry, and just before this, we, we flash over the corporate uh, holdings of the... Uh, uh, of the... Um, DCU. So we have Magnus Labs, mm-hmm. uh, followed by uh, Infinity Inc. Headquarters, which was... a. Um, Stellar Studios at the time. And uh, then next to that is the Wayne Foundation building, which is where Bruce Wayne lived at the time. He hadn't, oh, he, okay. hadn't, he hadn't moved back to the, uh, to the to mansion the yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dayton Industries, which was also the uh, Doom Patrol's headquarters. Yep. And so we, we wind up on in the Chelsea section of New York, just north of Greenwich Village. Why is it always my people's places? Ah, Why? Why? Um, So we see the heroes are gathering everywhere, and and they're kind of broken up by team familiarity. Mm -hmm. And Kid Kid Flash and uh, Jay Garrick, Flash of Earth 2, are working on the cosmic treadmill. Yeah, so it's from on the seven. So we've got seven um, uh, uh, transport pads. Uh, They include the Metal Men on one, the JSA, uh, Titans, Doom Patrol, Outsiders, JLA, and Infinity Inc. And each one also holds various independent hero, uh, yep. heroes. So there we go. As the case may be. Yeah. Um, we see the Infinitors um, chatting about this, and Power Girl and Hunters are like, yeah, we're in on this. And uh, we see the new Wildcat show up, and she says, as do I, Mi Amigos. The new Wildcat stands ready to prove herself and to fight. Mm-hmm. So we finally get uh, Yolanda Montez in on the crisis action here. Um, the Metal Men are re- ready to go. Um, the new Doom Patrol, including Mento. I love this. Um, and, and I love that right. they, they have Mento, uh, you know, unshaven because he's been all messed up around this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's I love that. The, I like I, I just think this is a funny line of dialogue with uh, Cliff Steele saying, yeah, we even dug the new Doom Patrol out of mothballs for this one. 
the new mm-hmm. Doom Patrol out of Mothballs. Out of Mothballs. And of yep. course, you'll note uh, Negative Woman is in the bandages, which puts the places mm-hmm. this, you know, as, as we know, this is well after that yep. uh, wonderful issue of DC Comics and I guess Presents. We should, yeah, we should mention that that's Tempest in the back, not to be confused with Aqualad's new identity. Indeed. Um, yes, Joshua, Joshua Clay. Clay. Yeah. And Celsius right there behind Mento, who mm-hmm. is the chief's supposed child bride. At this point in the uh, yes, not Mento, she, not Mento, she no, not Mento's yeah. wife, the <laughs> chief's wife. Um, on the next one, we get uh, Jason Todd makes an appearance here before he winds up being killed later um, with the Outsiders and Batman. Yeah, so we have Metamorpho, uh, Katana, Geo Force, and Halo in there. Mm-hmm. At the top of the uh, of the next side, we have um, uh, John Johns, uh, Lady Quark, Creeper. Um, Superman, Hawkman, and Vibe. Yeah, that's the Justice League pad, basically. Then um, beneath that, I love this on the Titans pad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Titans pad, we have Red Star, uh, Linoid yeah. Kovar, yeah. Speedy, uh, Hawk and Dove, and Hawk's like, who has the commie? Yeah, who <laughs> has the commie asshole. to come along? Yeah. <laughs> and That dialogue would have been reserved for Kid Flash, but he's busy doing something else right now. <laughs> well, and, and to be honest, by this point, he and uh, Kid Flash had kind of settled their differences. True, true. Uh, knock, knocking, a, knocking a few of each other's teeth out as well, if I remember, if I remember New Teen Titans number 18 correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dove, but, you know, Dove is always tries to keep peace. He says, Hawk, please, this is to save all mankind. Well, then the Flashes start, start their running. Yep, and uh, Wonder Woman of Earth 2 um, says a quick prayer to Mercury yeah. to grant them uh, nimbleness. And now Harlequin, you'll notice Harlequin in behind there, because, of course, at this point, uh, you know, she had been generally known as a villain. But mm-hmm. at this point, she had actually just married um, Alan Scott. Alan Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, and became a good good guy. Yeah. Or woman, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they're like running, 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 running on the um, Justice League pad. We see Steel, and she was also uh, now so, uh, also somehow related because because Roy Thomas had conflated her character with Mary, the woman of a thousand gimmicks. Oh yeah. So she was also her. So she was like related to uh, Rainbow Jr. Um, yeah, maybe it was. Uh-huh. Which was interesting. Brainwave and Mary the Girl of a Thousand Gimmicks was married to Brainwave for a hot minute. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Um, and on the next one, we see Steel, Hank Haywood um, of the Justice League, along with yes. Adam, Aquaman, and Mara making an appearance here finally. And uh, Jay and Kid Flash are running, and, and we get a really cool piece of art here from Perez and Ordway. Um, the lightning streaking by them with the red. Um, PowerPoints going faster, 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 and we see some of the uh, technical people, and uh, one of them is being um, uh, Dale Gunn, who was the um, basically the technical guy for the Justice League at the time, um, yeah. along with uh, Dr. Magnus, Alexander Luthor, Lila, and I don't know who that woman is. I guess that's Dr. Clyburn, maybe. Oh, sorry, um, Mary, 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 the girl of a thousand gimmicks was a Pemberton. Oh uh, yeah. So, oh, and that's right, because Uncle Sky. 
Uncle Sky. Brain, Brainwave <laughs> Junior always referred to him as Uncle Sky. Yep. So she was adopted by by uh, Mr. and Mrs. Sylvester Pemberton Sr., who were the parents of the original Star Spangled Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and she worked with her brother and Stripesy, ultimately supplanting them in their own feature. Wow. And then, of course, married Brainwave. And so that's how that's why that's how was, that happened. That's why he was <laughs> Uncle Sky. Now I understand. But however, she did not become Harlequin. So. Oh, that part was wrong. Fair enough. All right, then. Uh, <laughs> you imagined it. You wanted two women to be perfect together, and you smushed them together. Indeed. Naughty, naughty boy. So um, the heroes break through the defenses, Brainiac um, reports, as anticipated. Um, and Luthor says, well, whatever the outcome, we are going to win. I calculated 60% loss on our side and an 80% loss on theirs. And Luthor says, doesn't matter how many die, our guys win. We're still in charge. If those so-called heroes win, they won't be in any shape to take us on. Worst comes to worst, we can always blow up the three Earths. After all, Brainiac, you and I are safe up here in the, in space, and there are thousands of worlds out there equally ripe to be p- ruled by us. I'll miss the old Earth. Maybe I'll even light a candle for it on the anniversary of its destruction. Hmm. And meanwhile, uh, while uh, Luthor is laughing, there's someone in the shadows lurking and watching and, hmm, etc. Indeed. Meanwhile, uh, we're going to get the pay play-by-play here by Luthor and Brainy. Um, Trickster and Riddler are on guard duty, and um, well, that ends quickly because Changeling uh, monkeys into them. And um, Cole and uh, Tempest from the new Dune Patrol are flying around looking for everything. They talk a little bit about how Changeling's um, dealt with in the new Doom, in the Doom Patrol days. <laughs> and um, it's kind of amusing. Uh, Tempest attacks the Masters of Disaster there. That's Heatstroke, Shakedown, Cold Snap, and New Wave. I think Windfall at this point was kind of was kind of estranged from the team because she eventually becomes a good girl. Oh yeah, um, in, right. in Outsiders, um, Cyborg throws um, a monkey. I don't know if that's Grodd. I think or it is. Mis- is it Grodd? Okay. Yeah. And Catman's behind him, so mm-hmm. he's going to have to deal with Catman in a hot minute. Um, Speedy um, sends some cold Not arrows. Not Speedy. Up. That is Green really? Arrow of Earth 2. Really? Green That's Arrow with red here. gloves. Green Arrow with red gloves. It is Red Speedy here in mine where he's They um, are incorrect. Shooting. They are. Okay. Yeah. Because sure? no, it's this, this supposed to be the Teen Titans, the new Doom Patrol team here. Are you I sure? Know. I don't know. He's green in here. Well, he's he's red in here. So. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel kind of dicey about the coloring in the comicsology issue. I agree. If I'm gonna I, if I'm gonna follow one, it's gonna be the uh, yeah the original. Yeah, and and to be honest, that was the the Earth Two Green Arrow did have red gloves and boots. So yeah. green with red gloves and boots. You know, they maybe someone decided that it was Speedy for for exactly that reason. But because originally, group, yeah, but so. originally he was col- colored as the Earth Two green arrow which is kind of weird like i don't know you know it's not like we're seeing any of the other seven soldiers of victory exactly either but anyway we see negative woman take care of uh lady lunar who we mentioned on the cover that's the only time i've ever seen her yay (laughs) um red star um knocks someone out um cobra he's got a snake on his cape there's a snake on my cape i don't know um (laughs) i don't know who that is uh hang on Uh, a second let me let me just sort of catch up here Um, sure thing Earth 4 was assigned to the Titans, the Doom Patrol, and the Seven Soldiers of Victory. Okay. So, um, 
So there you go. It could be. Oh, but you know what? Uh, Here, no, no. It says here Speedy was miscolored as Green Arrow in the original, but in the collection, and I just checked the trade. He's mm-hmm. he, he's colored as Speedy in there, so it was perhaps intended to be Speedy, and they just and and there was a miscommunication, and someone thought that it was. Um, gotcha. Because I've not seen any of the Seven yeah. Soldiers of Victory so far. Yeah, either. well, that's that's it. I mean, uh, you know, we we so. at least see, see uh, you know Vigilante or something. Um, so in the next panel, um, Negative Woman up top. Um, Negative Woman and Lady Lunar up top, Red yeah. Star and Negative Woman's real body, and that's Dragon King who's Dragon King from All Star Squadron. Okay. Yeah. Um, we see Evil Star um, getting it from Red, Red Star. Star. <laughs> that's kind of cute, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Um, and they have uh, Red uh, uh, Leonard Kovar has a moment with uh, Valentina Vostok, um, and he says, "So it is true, Colonel Vostok, you did defect to the United States." And Valentina says, I did, Kovar, and I am pleased with my decision. Do not try to take me back. You would not like what my energy powers can do to you. In Russia, energy or bandages were you. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Meanwhile, we have Kemo over um, on um, Liberty Island there, scene of X-Men 1. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's he's pumping the bay full of chemicals. and they're doing um, some kind of analysis on that and says Kemo's uh, attacking the, the water. And, of course, there are people in the water. Uh, we see the shark attacking Aquagirl and Black Manta mm-hmm. um, attacking Aqualad. Um, unfortunately, Kemo is um, attacking and no one can see him. And, unfortunately, Aquagirl is caught in it. And um, Aqualad sees this as, as the shark swims away. Um Aqualad says, oh, my lord, Tula, no. Uh, data scan female, uh, Aquagirl. A male rushes to her side to save her. These humans will sacrifice their own lives. The emotions you humans show are beyond my computer logic. And Luthor's like, well, did he save her, Brainiac? Get to the important stuff. Negative, the female will perish. Life force terminating. Mm. Our first Titan down. Indeed. Take a drink for Aquagirl. Because right. now we're getting to the point in the game where... Once Supergirl went and Flash went, you kind of got the impression in this series no one was safe. Absolutely. And and it increases as it, it increases pace as you get closer and closer to the end of the series. So now we're on Earth S and we are apparently um, in ice. And, and now I see Black Canary and Green Arrow taking yep. out Punch and Julie. Yeah. So this is the Earth One Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and that's Dinah and her bird. Costume, uh, yeah, yeah. No one's a fan of it, but that's okay. Um, Lead comes barreling through um, and beats up a whole bunch of villains at one time. Good for him. Um, I'm assuming that's supposed to be Plasmus again. It looks like yeah, Clayface here. Cheetah, Cheetah one, Mirror Master. Of course, we had Lead in the middle there. Plasmus and Bug Eyed per- Bandit. Perhaps Ibac. It is course, Ibac. Yeah, yeah, and of course the bug. Yeah, oh, it totally is an Ibac. And I think is that Persuader's boot. I guess we'll find out in a second. Oh, yeah. um, Superman's punching Starro right in the face. Ooh, if he has a face. face, but right there. Um, Sinestro's facing off against Elongated Man. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to yeah. work out, kids, for Ralph, but, you know, whatever. Um, we see um, Plasmus gets a hold of Steel, and that can't be good because Plasmus's touch kills things. Um, 
That's Warp's arm in the foreground. Yeah. Um, Plasmas from the Brotherhood of Evil is burning up the Justice League, or they call Steel. And uh, Brainiac says, negative Luthor, Steel's body is impervious to such destruction. He will not be harmed. And um, new seismographic readings, the ground beneath them vibrates. And it's Vibe, who basically vibrates the ice apart and causes Plasmas to sink. Um, the vibration is man-made. Meanwhile, uh, Steel punt grabs Warp out of the sky. And he's like, what have you done to Plasma? Speak, Monami, now. Frenchie, don't know where that living furnace took off to, but if you're his friend, I'll, you will do nothing, Monami. And Warp uh, creates a warp. Ha <laughs> ha. As and he does. Warps, yeah. yeah, as he does. And warps steal away, and that's where Justice League of America gets a crisis crossover um, and follows what happens to steal. Um, I am Warp, and I shall teleport you to a place from which you will never return. <laughs> which, of course, worries his good friend, Vibe. Vibe. Steel, steel, oh no! And now we have a um, big battle here, Firestorm versus the Penguin. That's not going to go well. <laughs> Lady Quark versus Validus, though. I am loving that. Yeah. Um, Mano versus Mercury of <laughs> the Fatal Five. Zatanna Ooh, versus yeah. the Emerald Empress. Everybody take some drinks for some mm -hmm. Legion characters here. And that's Woo! Queen Bee going after the Creeper in the uh, uh, foreground. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. We see um, Eclipso get the better of Wonder Woman, which is hard to do after she takes out Clock King. But that's okay because Lead's going to get Eclipso's number there in the background. Um, iron. See... Iron. Oh, Iron. Yeah. Not Lead. I'm yeah. sorry. Iron's bu uh, Lead's busy rolling in. Lead's busy uh, rolling, rolling, yeah. rolling. Get them doggies rolling. And, and we have uh, Cobra and Clockkin. Or oh, sorry, Cobra. Sorry. Um, is that that's Copperhead? Copperhead and Clockkin. Copperhead, Clockkin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, we see Aquaman and Mira are stuck in ice as Ocean Master gloats because Captain Cole and Icicle kind of did them in. Um, well, not did them in, but yeah. you know they're they're they're. they're detained right now um they're reporting in to the mothership and it's golden glider mm -hmm. uh captain cold weather Her wizard brother, and killer yeah. frost um it's like all the heroes are on ice yeah. and killer frost is not looking happy about this and weather wizard's like killer frost you disagree indeed i do weather wizard i know the power the heroes have on their side we can't let down our guard not even for a moment and whether it was like, then perhaps I should lend a hand or at least my weather wand. If the heroes are going to attack us anyway, let's give them an inhospitable welcome. And he's whipping up a storm. Meanwhile, on Earth X, we have uh, a green themed area. Mm. <laughs> if this was a video game, it would be so cool, wouldn't mm -hmm, it? Mm -hmm. um, Poison Ivy and uh, Floronic Man, Jason Woodrow, who have a past in DC Comics, have taken over some. Um, how um, some skyscrapers basically, and they've managed to use the plants to trap the freedom fighters. Yeah, um, along with the Joker and um, and Silver Ghost. Silver Ghost, right there. Silver Ghost hating these freedom fighters and all. And so this is the freedom fighters with uh, Uncle Sam, Phantom Lady, Human Bomb. I'm not seeing. Dollman's Doll down there. He's in the he's in the foreground, in a tulip, or a rose. He's trapped in a rose. He's right there in front of Joker. Like, go to his shoulder and go to the left. Oh, there he is. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, of course, uh, Firebrand, and that is the Rod Riley Firebrand. And Black Condor is hanging from a tree, too. Oh, there he is, yeah. Okay, and where's the ray? Um, Don't see him. See, this is kind of interesting because the ray... 
uh, was of course supposed to get his um, his own backup feature, <coughs> and, mm-hmm. and that got scuttled because of the implosion. Um, mm. We were supposed to be seeing more of the ray. So interesting. Um, interesting. So maybe something had happened in there, and he'd been sort of taken out of the Freedom Fighters for a bit. Possible Joker is going to take the opportunity to be a lech to Phantom Lady. Yeah. What what red blooded man wouldn't? <laughs> because <laughs> look at what she's wearing. Hell's yeah. Uh, she's all busting out all over. Um, and Uncle Sam's like, Sonny, <laughs> let me tell you something, you chaos freak. And uh, Silver Ghost is going to pontificate a little bit more. Uh, Mr. Mind is watching the uh, screen, however, and it's. Um, Better call in the reinforcements. We got company, the Justice Society, Infinity Inc., and the Outsiders. Thank heaven they didn't call in the Blaine Marvel family too, because <laughs> um, Mr. Mind has a, you know, history with them. Um, we see Superman of Earth Two taking out Captain Nazi. Yes, indeed, kids. That's yep. a classic right there. Katana is fighting. I don't know this guy's name. Um, um hang on. That is. It's a big samurai dude. Uh, for big, uh, so this is sorry. So twenty-three. Oh, samurai! Some sort of uh, yeah, samurai is all they list here. But samurai. they even even yeah. they even they are questioning that. Okay. Uh, and Scarecrow is behind uh, the two of them there. Um, we see Wildcat, the new female Wildcat, get Cheshire off of Dr. Midnight. Yes, yeah, there's no good. way she could have. No way she could have done that. No oh, way. totally. She no could way. have done that. Come no on. Way. Come on. Uh, come on. Cheshire. And Cheshire was badass. She and she still is badass. I just think they're giving Wildcat, the new Wildcat, one for the team there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Fair trying enough. to give her some street cred, you know. Well, she's got all those Helix powers, I guess. She so. does. Yeah. So we see um, Dr. Phosphorus fall out of the, off a, I guess, a skyscraper um, and land yeah. on top of Hawkman of Earth 2. And that's not good because Dr. Phosphorus burns anything it touches. And we see Northwind, who is uh, Hawkman's godson, um, realize that Dr. Phosphorus is killing Hawkman. So this is not good. And this is after uh, Hawkman takes out what looks like Blockbuster Yeah, to me. Yeah, I th- I do believe you're right. Yeah, it is Blockbuster. On the next uh, panel, we see Hawk taking out Black Spider while uh, Mento is giving Solomon Grundy the uh, mental kibosh. Gypsy bitch slaps Kanjaro because let's face it, he needs yeah. one. Um, Gold is got sorry, you, light- you did you did note? Uh, I believe that is um, Hawk nailing. Um, yeah, Black Spider. It is Black Spider. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've Even got there's fid- no black in his costume. It's and we've got the fighter. fiddler down at the bottom there has already been taken out. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Cobra's up. Behind. And Cobra in the yeah. background has yeah. been taken out. Um, Gold has wrapped up the the Weasel and Lightning Lord. Mm-hmm. Using using Lightning Lord's power basically to take <laughs> out the fantastic. Weasel. That's great. Yep. And and of course Gypsy bitch slapping Kanjar Row, which is amazing. Uh, we see uh, the Thunderbolt from Johnny Thunder and the Thunderbolt taking out the mist while Halo takes care of Star Sapphire and Obsidian is punching out the Shadow Thief. Perfect enemy for him. Yeah. Um, and uh, Luthor and Brainy are still pontificating about who's going to win and they're going to win. Um, I don't know about you, Brainy, but I don't want to be the one to go up against thugs, uh, things like Chemo or Validus. Um, got any ideas? Brainiac, are you listening? 
<laughs> Pal, you haven't said uh, what in Blazes and Brainiac's shell is um, basically breaking apart very rapidly, and he blows up. My God, Brainiac's going to kaboom! Oh, ah, yeah. And um, Luthor is blown um, away from the blast uh, sneak attack, but the sensors never indicated anyone approaching. Brainiac? Brainiac, this is all that's left of him? Nothing but circuitry, and that's Shades of the Last um, series of Justice League Unlimited yes, right there. Yeah. And Luthor looks up and says, who did this? And out of the shadows steps Simon from the Fearsome Five. Look no further, Luthor. I blew Brainiac's body into so many pieces, not even my p- old partner Gizmo could put him back together again. You assembled our group hoping they'd kill the heroes for you, and then you would march to- in to claim victory. A good thing I'm a rather suspicious sort, isn't it? Well, Luthor, I killed Brainiac, so now Simon says Luthor must die as well. Oh, he did say Simon says. Simon does say. Mm-hmm. And next issue, at last, the final fate of the multiverse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, let me it. tell you, on the next page, we have an ad for the DC Deluxe books. This was, of course, Legion of Superheroes, the Baxter run, uh, New Teen Titans Baxter run. Um, and at, by this point, they had been joined by the Outsiders, Vigilante, the Omega Men, and Infinity Inc. So they were Infinity available. Yeah. Now, they were available in direct stores only. And yes. um, and but you could subscribe and receive 1986 books at 1984 prices. Twelve issues Woo. for only fifteen dollars per uh, per <laughs> subscription. And you can't so buy twelve issues for fifteen no, bucks sir. now, even in the quarter bin. Yeah, exactly. So you <laughs> would uh, you would save. Uh, th- well, that, that, I think your math is faulty there. It is. Um, <laughs> um, but you would save three dollars <laughs> per title, which at the time was like getting two issues free. Um, but that's not the most important thing because the most important thing is kids just want to have fun they do Uh, that's right I'm talking about the Saturday uh, morning lineup on CBS which which featured Dungeons and Dragons oh I love that was a great series wasn't it I have that on DVD yeah I love it Uh, CBS story break Charlie Brown and Snoopy the Berenstein the Berenstein Bears the Wuzzles, the the young astronauts, which the Wuzzles were the answer from CBS for the Smurfs and the Snorks. Oh man, rough. So yeah, it was a um, rough time. Yeah, um, and then Muppet Babies and Monsters. Muppet Babies. But but this wasn't the most important thing. The the all new show for this season was Hulk yeah? Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Oh, that went far. Yeah. So uh, so there you go. <laughs> Number nine. Yeah. Number nine. They did. They did. They didn't do well that season. I don't know who yeah. was in charge that year, but they they got fired. Yeah. So, all right. So, I, I, they canceled D and D after uh, two seasons. I oh think. yeah. 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 You're right. So, yeah. You know that was that, that was, was a great show. You're right. It was a great show. They actually did a radio play of the ending of it. Oh really? Yeah. So if you if you get the DVD set, you can you can see a radio style reenactment of what was going to be their going home episode. Which they never got to produce. So, so the series does actually have an ending. It's pretty amazing. So, yeah. So, uh, I guess next crisis we uh, we talk about um, what's going to happen here with Luthor and Simon, don't we? Yes, indeed. Because we're kind of like on a cliffhanger here. Exactly, and we 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 won't be doing that one next, but we will do it. Be doing that one soon, I'm sure. Yes. 
And, uh, you, you know, we actually, if you go to, onto the website, we've actually, I've actually set up a keyword for the crisis counseling. So you can just, uh, there's a tag for crisis and it'll take you and show you all of the crisis episodes that we've done so far. And uh, so you can follow along with us in your trade or in your badly colored um, <laughs> comicsology, comicsology which, hey, you know what? The original series wasn't so well colored either, apparently. Yeah. So well, it's it's really easy to make a mistake when you're dealing with 85 with that many characters. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so that's why, like, who was this again? That makes no sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, let's wrap this one up then. Sounds good. Let's wrap it up. Comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be easily found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, we are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. In addition to all these things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. <laughs> Don't forget, you can click on the crisis thing and it'll show you all these episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble and hope that we can break through that damned barrier to get to one of the other Earths. And we will see you all next week. Aqua Girl. <laughs> <laughs>